Hey there, it's Deanne Gilbert. I've been in corporate diversity for over 15 years. And considering what's been going on in our world in many cities and states, there's an awakening going on around systemic racism, equality, and inclusion. I believe it's time to have a courageous conversation. And I think you can handle it. Join me and my co-host, Edward Simon, at the Diversity Intersection. We will certainly provide you some direction. See you there. Hi, everyone. I am DM Gilbert, and you are on the Diversity Intersection. I'm joined today by my co-host, Edward Simon. Ed? Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We thought it was so important to have a discussion about what's going on in this country. You know, we've dealt with a lot of issues and protests around the disparity and, and inequities around the minority community. And we seem to be here again today. And, you know, honestly, I know I'm tired of it. Aren't you, Ed? I am too. I Absolutely. am exhausted yeah. by this, but we really need to talk about it because if we don't have these courageous conversations, we're not going to get past this and the next generation is going to relive this. Absolutely. So our topic today is to talk about some of the anti-Asian violence that's mm -hmm. happening across Which this country. Terrific. It right. is horrible yeah. and not yeah. acceptable. Absolutely. And, you know, Ed and I have worked in the diversity space for quite some time. And we have relationships to all the communities because we feel like we're really all one. Right. So, but we have partners who, you know, we've worked with for years and we brought one of those great partners with us, Amanda Ma. Absolutely. Ed, why don't you tell the audience a little about Amanda? Okay. Well, Amanda is the founder and chief experience officer of Innovate Marketing Group, which is an award-winning live and virtual experience agency that provides full service event and activation for Fortune 500 companies. Through her leadership, the company has flourished into one of the most distinguished live and virtual experience agencies, both locally and nationally. Her mission is to help companies build better brands and culture one event experience at a time. And Amanda has over 15 years of experience in business. Uh, and Dawn and I know Amanda from our work with the uh, Los Angeles Asian Business Association. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, but she's an active community leader. She currently sits on the board of the Entrepreneur Organization Los Angeles as a diversity and inclusion chair. Uh, Emeritus Chair of the Asian Pacific Community Fund and, and Board of California Events Coalition. And previously, again, that's yes. how um, um, Dawn and I are, are very familiar and work with Amanda, uh, which she was previously Chairwoman of the Asian Business Association of Los Angeles. And I would agree that she's a huge, huge champion of diversity uh, and minority small businesses. So welcome, Amanda. Thank you very much for joining us today. We certainly appreciate it. And, and I'll say this too, um, before we get to the questions with Amanda, when we met her, we believe in people's energy. Absolutely. And you know, the energy that she uh, just as when you first meet her is just like so Amazing. warm, so welcoming. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, we thought that she's a valuable partner for us to work with just because of that, because right. you want to work with like-minded people, right? Right. So Amanda, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you. How are you doing? Thank you, first of all, for inviting me to speak on this topic. I'm doing wonderful now that I'm sitting here with you. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Getting ready for Easter, right? Exactly. Right. Yes, and, very um, much. Yeah, and I heard you have you have small children, so they're really excited about it. I right. know they are. Right. So, <laughs> so we're going to get to some questions. And I think that, you know, when we think about our children and the future, 
we want to give them a better world than the world Absolutely. that we came into. Mm -hmm. So we have to have these discussions and we have to really prepare to go to the next level so that we can change the perception, change the outcome and change the way this world is going. Right. And I know you have seen all of the things that have been happening around the country um, regarding like the hate crimes and the Asian community. And I was shocked to see mm -hmm. that the crimes against Asians have gone up 1900% in the last year. That's horrible. It is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you share with us maybe how you feel about these incidents that have been happening and blowing up across the country? And, you know, what's your take on this? You know, that's a fantastic question, Don, and thank you for asking me that. And and that's exactly why, um, you know, I'm here today, because I want to make sure this doesn't happen to my kids. Yeah. I'm honestly completely saddened, disappointed, and even horrified that this is happening in the Asian community. You know, and you kind of hear it within the community, like this happened, this happened. And I think the Atlanta shooting just blew it out out of proportion and then the grandma in san francisco being punched i'm like what who punches the grandma mm -hmm. you know nobody punches the grandma right exactly regardless of race or background but who does that exactly, exactly. yeah and it's appalling that like you said it jumped 1900 percent. there's actually a nonprofit out there called stop aapi hate mm -hmm. they actually track all the incidents only reported ones but Literally, they got nearly 3,800 reported incidents since March last year to this year, February. And these are only, you know, it counts like verbal assaults, you know, being coughed on, spit on, physical assault. Right. And keep in mind, this is only ones that are reported. Exactly. You know, also including like workplace discrimination, like people say, don't drive the bus because you're Asian. And he's like, I'm just trying to get help you get you to where you need to go. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely, Amanda. Yeah, it's absolutely. It, it, it's unbelievable, you know, and you know, like being here, we're, all, we're in Southern California. And there are like the, the Southern California area is like a melting pot. Absolutely. You have every minority community. And that's probably the reason why I wanted to move back to California after going back to the East Coast, because I felt more at home here because, you know, I just connect with everyone. And when I saw that that was happening, I said, this is not, this, there's a reason for this. And we know the reason for, and I, and I can say this, the reason for this is that people are, they feel comfortable about showing the hate. They feel comfortable about being able to do whatever they want. And this is not acceptable. So we have to show that we're not. Yeah. I don't know if you saw a lot of the um, Asian American actors have gotten together and, you know, like, yes. So, and they've, uh, they've gotten together and they are like, this is not acceptable. We're gonna protect our community, you know, and everyone has been circling around and saying, yes, we're all one community. This isn't just the Asian community. This is the African-American, the Hispanic, all the minority communities. We have to come together to protect each other. But the other, the flip side to that, or not the flip side, but the reality of it is, yes. it's just not right it's not. for you to put your hands on someone else. It's, it's just not. period. It's I not. mean, regardless of if I'm black, if I'm exactly. Asian, it's horrible to think it for is. you. And it's, it's wrong for you to think that that's okay. Exactly. I mean, who yeah. does that? And exactly. when I, I tell you, some of the video is, it's very disturbing. Exactly. I mean, Steve, the, the one, I think it was, um, I forget exactly where it was, but did you see the one where 
um, I guess the person was walking across or walking in front of a business or something. Yes. And the, I mean, not only just once, but the kick the person and yes. it's just horrible. Yes. And to me, I think you should, we, they should be prosecuted to the to full the extent of the law. Steps, to the full right? Extent. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, teach, we teach our kids don't do that to their, right. exactly, you do man. that to another human being. You know, it's absolutely you know, crazy. We have to treat each other like we are family. Absolutely, we're part yeah. of a global family, and we don't treat each other like that. Right. Like and humans. Yeah, yes, exactly. At a basic level, humans. <laughs> exactly. Basic level, yeah, exactly. exactly. Absolutely. And, and, and I, you know, I, I, we have a lot of questions. Yeah, exactly. I, I wanted to just say this. So, I was driving here to meet to to get mm -hmm. together so that we could prepare this, and I was talking to my mother. And I was talking about the fact that when I was growing up, I was watching all these different shows. When I would see, there wasn't, there weren't a lot of minority movies and people that looked like me on television, but I kind of like moved towards the Asian community, the Hispanic community, African-American, of course, because I'm half African-American. Mm -hmm. But I remember like Ming-Na Wen, when she was in all these different mm -hmm. movies, she and she was on ER, and she was on all these different mm -hmm. shows. Mm -hmm. And she, to me, was a strong minority woman who was confident in herself, and she reflected who I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. When I would see all of these different characters, and I'd say, why, why are people racist? Because we're all the same at the, at the heart. We're all the same. And I do not understand the perspective of the racist. But, you know, the other thing I would say, too, and I haven't done um, did the research yet. I don't know if you know this, Amanda, but I mean, who are these people that are committing these type of incidents? And right. I would really like to see a breakdown of who's doing this. Right. Because I'm, I'm just concerned. I've, I've seen a couple and I just from what I can see, I, I think a couple were African-Americans. And, mm -hmm. and my thought process is, are they thinking it's okay to do this because of what's happening what everywhere else? And yes. I think that is so wrong for yes. if, if that's their thought mindset process. or thought process, mm -hmm. it's the wrong yes. thought process, right? Yeah. We're all minorities, so why are we doing I mean, even, exactly. if, yeah, even if it were white, yes. white individuals, yes. it's yes. still wrong yes. at the end of the day. It's yes. just absolutely wrong. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna ask another question. Um, so more than 68% of the reported incidents um, uh, of harassment and violence have been reported by women. Um, have you ever experienced this sentiment before yourself? And, and how did this, how is this impacting you, Amanda? So I feel extremely fortunate that I did not encounter this myself during the last year. Yeah. But you know, when I think about safety, it's not just feeling physically safety, but also mentally and emotionally, you know, and I think by showing that through connection and different ways, right? And I actually hear within my own community, because just because I didn't feel it or I didn't experience it doesn't mean other, like my friends didn't. So I actually asked around because of, you know, all the recent issues and people are saying like, you know, when they go on morning walks, they now bring a whistle. It's come down to that. I'm like, okay. how sad is that? And we live in nice communities that you shouldn't yeah. have to do that. Or they say, you know, there's some that are living more fearful where they are not even taking their kids out to areas that are like quote unquote non-Asian right. populated. And right. the other day I actually heard one of my friends, she's like, oh, I'm not going to go 99 Ranch, which is like an Asian market. And I was yeah. like, I love, oh, the, yes, I love the store, by the way. Yeah, I was like, what, what's going on there? Should I not be going? You know, she's right. like, scared. I'm like, but isn't mostly Asian people? Like, but she's even scared. Yes. So yeah. 
Hey, you bring up a very valid point. At this point, we just don't know where the hate is coming from. And it's just so sad to see like that's the environment. Like I had to think twice. I'm like, I asked my husband this morning, where are you taking them to Easter egg hunt? Yeah. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Just in case. And then, yeah. you know. It is horrible. Yeah. You would have never thought you would have to do that. And, and and just think about, and I would ask our listeners to think about, how would you feel if you had to, to worry about just going outside to get in your car to go to the, gro- like your, right. go to the grocery store right. and you're fearful of just doing your basic day-to-day or weekend mm-hmm. errands. Exactly. How, why would you want to live like that? Exactly. Yeah. Why would people put you in that situation? It's horrible. Absolutely. Because I have to, we have to worry about coronavirus, you know, exactly. I have to wear my mask, right. bring my hand sanitizer and I have to bring a whistle? Come right. on. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's it's unfortunate, but I really do, I feel as if I, I know that the um, the house is going to have um, hearings on against you know the anti Asian violence to talk about this, which is really great that we're taking it to the next level. Mm-hmm. But I really do believe that it has to start at home and it has to be in the community that you have to have these conversations because when I was raising my daughters are older when I was raising them if they they would say oh I'm mad at Kim or Lisa or Tony or whatever. And I'd say, why are you mad at them? And they'd say, oh, because they blah, blah, blah. They, they pushed me or whatever. Never in their life did they say, I'm mad at them or I don't like them because of their race, yes. because mm-hmm. of their sex, because of anything like that. Because they grew up in a household where we didn't look, honestly and truly when people say you're blind when you say you don't look at color, but when they were raised, they didn't look at people's color. Mm-hmm. They didn't look at like the ethnicity. They didn't most look at- children, though, Most children don't. Most children don't. And it comes from- Yeah, they don't. It comes yeah. from the yeah. It comes I to the to parents. Say, it's, it's how people are raised. And, exactly. And I think uh, probably if you peel back the onion on the folks that are committing these mm-hmm. uh, horrible uh, acts, it's probably just some hatred in their hearts and right. hatred that they uh, grew up. I mean, no one does. I mean, I just, it, it's really sad. It just makes me really, really um, sad to see this. And, and, and Amanda, when we saw this happen, I mean, we obviously immediately thought of you and, and, and your advocacy work that you do. So I'm going to change the, uh, the conversation and we'll come back to some more questions. But you have been a huge, as I mentioned in your uh, introduction, huge supporter of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and, and the work and the advocacy that you've done in the Asian community. Can you talk us talk a little bit more about what your efforts have been and, and just share with our listeners um, what you've done in that area around advocacy? Sure. So, you know, I am in the position of just because, you know, I happen to be some board and then community leadership. So I feel like I really need to step up during this time. Generally, I just want to do my own thing, you know, (laughs) plan events, do what I do best, spark joy. But, you know, when I'm in the position where I can help generate awareness, right? And even with, I'm not going to say which organization, but that oh, you can say whatever organization you want. You can okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I, I, I'm the DEI chair for entrepreneurial organization. And, you know, things come up throughout the year or even I'm on the board of meeting professional international and just generating awareness for diversity, right? And there's even the incident where an event happened and they actually had a celebrity mm-hmm. at the event and celebrity actually called like says something about the Asian flu. What? And then it's like, why would you say that? And then so the member felt very hurt 
right? Sure. And it's like, hey, what are you guys going to do about this? And first of all, why do you have someone like this? And why would you promote this? And what are you going to do about it? And all they say, I'm so sorry. I didn't know he was going to say that. But to me, it's like you have to filter better. You yeah. know, we really do a, try to do a really good job when it comes to hosting events, make sure it's like diverse panel, you know, it's not all men, it's like women and men, but also like diversity within that. So you get different types of opinion, you know, and you just get better outcomes from diversity. Absolutely. And from, you know, like making sure, I don't know, there's just so many in that for APCF, Asian Pacific Community Fund, for that one, they didn't send out a statement right away. So I thought APCF did a fantastic job because they have 62 affiliates. Okay. But what they did was they say, hey, together, united, that's put out a message. Yeah. And then together, united, what are everybody's action steps mm-hmm. to help generate and create a movement, right? Because we could talk all we want, we could post social media, you know, but that's only the first step is really what's happening after that. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Right. So that that is that is a good point, because I think that when you have messages from different people, from let's say the Asian organizations or say the African-American organizations, if they don't make a statement and they're not, they're not coming together with a statement of action items, next steps, who the appropriate organizations are to support, then people are like, oh, well, they're open to, they're open to me doing whatever I can do to them because nobody's paying attention. Mm -hmm. If you come through the United, uh, United front, then guess what? People know that we are all together. That's why I think it's so important that other minority communities support the Asian community. That it shouldn't just be the Asian community when they're the ones being attacked dealing with this. It shouldn't just be, you know, like the African-American community when they're being the ones attacked. We should all support each other. And I said this to one of the organizations that I work with. I said, you know, when all of this was happening earlier, I said, I commend you Mm -hmm. because you said, we will not tolerate hate against anyone. Mm And, it, and they weren't right. being impacted as much. Right. Yeah. They were like, you know, as they were not being impacted, they said, we will not, we will not accept that you being, you know, doing this to anyone mm-hmm. because everyone is our brother and our mm-hmm. sister and our family. And I was like, oh, I wish everybody would say that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so when this was happening in the Asian community, some of the other organizations, I said, so what have you said? And they were, this wasn't an Asian organization. This was another minority. I said, so what have you said um, about what's happening in the Asian community? He was like, Oh, I said, yeah, you should say something. This is our family. Well, Everyone should yeah, say something. And, and the other side to that, too, is those same companies and entities yes. that um, release statements around the George Floyd issue, yes. those same companies should be releasing statements about what's happening exactly. to the Asian community. Yeah, exactly. I think if, if you don't, that says to me that you're so not inclusive. Exactly. Right? Correct. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah. It mm-hmm. says you're not mm-hmm. being inclusive. Yes. And you, yeah. So I totally agree. Like oh. American Express came out and they said something about the fact that, you know, we believe in rights for everyone. Right. This is not acceptable. Right. A couple mm-hmm. of the banks said they will not tolerate it. Mm-hmm. They will remove mm-hmm. people yes. from the banks. Mm-hmm. My, um, my son-in-law works for one of the larger banks and he said that a man came in the bank, they removed him and he said, I'm closing my account. They said, it's okay. We're already going to close it for you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> and right. he had we'll millions of, of, yeah, yeah he had millions yeah. of dollars in the bank and right. they were like we don't need your business absolutely we don't need anyone yeah. that's how we have to be because if people know intentional. that we're united we have to be intentional. yes it intentional is. about our focus right yes absolutely. yeah like non-tolerant and i really appreciate those corporations that put out the statement mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and I, we are watching people are watching like absolutely. i said yes. 
you know, released a statement and folks, I'm a diet, I'm a Coke drinker, but the other day I picked up a Pepsi because I really felt they care about my community. Exactly. Absolutely. And that's, and Amanda, that's a good point because that's where we're going to make a difference and take a stand on things like that. Yes. And and support the folks that support us. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. But yeah, absolutely. Let me do my research, Amanda, Mm because I want to, I want to be enlightened, educated in all of this. And I want to say like, I didn't add this question, but we are more alike than different mm-hmm. as Absolutely. minorities, right? Absolutely. Our experiences are more similar. Mm-hmm. We may do things a little differently. Everybody does a little thing differently because of the culture, mm-hmm. but as a human being, we are more alike than different. Absolutely. So some of the experiences mm-hmm. that the Asian community and the African-American community have had have been very similar. Mm-hmm. When they talk about things that happened in our past, mm-hmm. like you know the lynching that happened in California in the Chinese community, that was the largest mm-hmm. lynching in the world. And it wasn't in the African-American community, mm-hmm. it was in the Asian community. Absolutely. And people don't think about that. Right. You know, like some of the, yeah. the, the disenfranchised of the Asian community that happened here in California mm-hmm. and <laughs> people forget about Absolutely. that. Yes, we had the concentration camp here, right in Arcadia at the right. park. Exactly. Right. exactly, people don't think about that. So when people make comments about, you know, the, the, the Asian community, they're the preferred minority, how is that? Right. They haven't been treated fairly. Nobody is the preferred minority when you're talking to a racist. Right. So mm-hmm. when I hear people make, I say, that's not, I can't hear you say that because there's no, there's no validity in what you're saying. Right. We all have been discriminated against. We all, and this, but this has to end and it has to end with the next mm-hmm. generation. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that's why we have in these courageous conversations mm-hmm. that hopefully when your children get older, you can share with them, mm-hmm. you know, that we've talked about this because, you know, I, I have younger nieces and I have um, younger family members and they, when they hear this, they're like, why would people do that? Absolutely. They're little kids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they're like, why? Why would they mm-hmm. hit a grandma? You know, right. like that. But I'm so you know, glad she yes. beat him but, up. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yeah. hear that the million dollars that was raised for her, she mm-hmm. gave to a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Correct. She donated all back. That could be a life-changing yeah. amount. Yeah, it was GoFundMe. Her grandson put it up for 50000 and it just completely... Wow. to a million dollars wow. yes and she awesome. donated it to an organization to fight this this hate that's out here wow yeah wow. yeah literally she has bruises all over and I she's talking about the community that's how amazing that yeah. it is it is wow. so i guess we're getting close to our time ed well i i, I have a couple of other questions, couple questions for amanda okay. that, if okay. you don't mind yes um uh, amanda uh, according to an article by the washington post uh, between 1940 and 1970, Asian Americans became what was considered the model minority and, and experienced less racism because of newspapers often glorifying the community as low um, law abiding yeah. citizens yeah. who kept their heads down and never complained. So, have you ever had heard of this? Uh, and what do you feel is important to brush? Why do you feel it's important to brush off these kind of misrepresentations of the Asian community? I feel like everything, you know, since I'm in the business of marketing is right. So it's, everything is a lot like what you put out there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. but it has been communicated. And I do feel as an Asian person, you know, at least for a lot of us tend to try not to stir the pot and we just want to like, yeah. not make a big deal of things, but you know what? It's not about that. Right. I think it's just 
And then the movie with Crazy, Crazy Rich Asian came out. So I think there's also a lot of misrepresentation. They think all Asians are rich. Like, right? <laughs> like that. Okay. I don't have like a tree house in Singapore, <laughs> you know, a right. mansion. Like, no, but that's just how, what was put out. It could literally be Crazy Rich Latinas. Exactly. Like, right. Or it's whatever is put out there. So I think it's like the perception. And then there's also even perception out there. And we, we try to combat this on the APCF board as well, because we get sponsors or corporations say, you Asian community, you guys don't need my help. You guys are rich already. Right. You guys, you know, you're, you could, you could do it. And we're like, no, there's a lot of poor and low income Asian community as well. But I guess the, they just don't talk about it. Right. Right. So I don't think that's fair. And then, you know, we are not, I think that it is very much misrepresented. But I think, yeah, it's just the communication. And I think there's definitely a lot of misrepresentation that needs to be addressed. Yeah, yes. absolutely. And, absolutely. and I'm gonna jump, just jump in. I know mm -hmm. I, I keep jumping in here with Ed, but mm -hmm. I, I wanna say this. And when people think about the Asian community, it's not just Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese. They don't know the Malaysian, people from Singapore, all these different countries, Taiwan, you know, like there's so many Asian countries, you can't jump everybody into one category, That's right. That's right. you know, and, I, and, and that comes with education. It does and, come and with education exactly. yeah. because when you go speak to somebody in one part of the country, they're thinking, oh yeah, I know that I know some people in the Asian community, they're from Vietnam. Yeah. They're the, they're not the only ones. There's other people, or they say China, they're not the only ones, Malaysia. They're not the only ones. So we have to educate our children. We have to, have to educate even our family members, mm -hmm. our elders and our mm -hmm. family, mm -hmm. because some of their yeah. previous, um, misrepresentations or mm -hmm. notions that they thought they knew they don't know mm -hmm. so it's still our responsibility to educate those folks it is. I didn't mean to and I actually heard people call me Korean before which I'm okay with because Korean people are gorgeous right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh actually no I'm Taiwanese and someone said what's the difference I'm like it's different countries totally, <laughs> totally. See, that's, that's a lack of education awareness right let, let me send you a world map Hello, exactly. Absolutely. That's that's horrible. Um, so another question for you, Amanda. Um, how do we, as the community of many nations, uh, work to stop harassment and equity or violence toward minorities and, and raise our next generations? I mean, this is so key. And this is one of the reasons why Dawn and I started these podcasts and, and, and the diversity advisors is for the next generation and trying to help eliminate racial bias. I mean, I would tell you, and, and, and I have uh, nieces and nephews, and I mean, they don't even think about, well, at their age, no. think about, to your point earlier, that people are, it's okay to be, that they feel it's okay to be different. They like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so talk to us about what you think about, how do we work together to eliminate these racial biases that we have? And I know we're in a huge, global society and it's gonna it's gonna take a, a more than a village to kind of deal with this but what's your thought there amanda um, we kind of touched upon it a little bit earlier when you guys were talking about like the bank right, right? i think enforcement is definitely key creating a zero tolerance non-discriminating mm -hmm. policy for your company mm -hmm. share that company share that policy publicly not just like okay the you know the top management talk about it and put the file away, but really show the initiative and put these diversity and KPI in place. Mm -hmm. And of course, secondly is representation. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually been seeing a lot more. So I'm actually 
you know, it's comforting, right? Because like Don said, when I grew up, I actually watched the Cosby show. So my favorite show was like the Cosby show, Friends, Prince of Bel-Air, right? I didn't think like, oh, they're different from me. I just think they're so funny. Like, I love this show. Oh, I want to be a doctor like him, you know? He's so accomplished and I love his house. Right. Or that mindset, but making sure there's a representation. So our kids see like, oh, there's people that look like me in these movies. And recently we watched Raya from Disney, which was a fantastic movie, right? But I didn't watch it because it's like an Asian cast. I watched it because it's a great Disney movie. Exactly. Yeah. And then that's how I promote it, right? And I tell all the people a lot of this, I'm like, talk is inspiring. But action is truly what drives change. Come up with a real action plan Absolutely. and be accountable. Absolutely. Right? For example, you can review your organization's strategic plan, bring in diversity consultants such as right. you guys, the <laughs> diversity advisors, because it's so important. Right. Absolutely. That change. Right. Well, we certainly appreciate you and your time today, Amanda. Is there before we wrap up, um, is there anything else you would like to say to our listeners? Um uh, about this subject or just in general? Amanda, anything else? I just want to thank you guys for driving awareness and having this space and this platform for me to spark this much needed conversation today. And we are in pain, the Asian community, you know, and we are angry and we are also in fear, but we are also fired up and we're resilient and we will come out this that much stronger and not just as an API, but as a community and as a human being. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Absolutely, Absolutely, Amanda. Thank you so much, Amanda. We appreciate you. We truly do. Absolutely. We appreciate your candor. Mm -hmm. We appreciate your willingness to be part of this conversation because it's not always easy. And we hope that you'll continue to be a partner with us to try to change the way the world sees all of us. And if you have marketing and virtual experience needs, call uh, Innovate Marketing. Yes, Innovate way. Marketing. Yes, yes. Exactly. Right. yes. Right. So, so that's our time. Um, and we know it's a difficult, difficult discussion. We really appreciate you sharing your opinions and understandings. And with our country being this divided, the intent of this podcast is to look at all diversity intersections and to find a place where we can meet. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda.